Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as usual, I give God praise for being here with all of you on this episode number 187 of our podcast. BCU family, I have a question. What is your go-to behavior when a rain or thunderstorm comes up? Mm, Let's talk about that. Please go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Encourages You is coming to you with a great storm. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, everybody. So I am sure that you hear what is going on in the background, and I am here to tell you that these are not sound effects. This is actual rain. Yes, at the time of this recording, uh, we are going through a pretty intense rainstorm here in New England, accompanied by occasional thunder and lightning across the state. So I happen to uh, like (laughs) rainstorms, and many do. I know I'm not unique in that category. Uh, I love them so much when they do come that I am known to uh, go outside. Now, of course, using caution and staying covered and all of those kinds of things, but I, I do love to go outside, as you can probably tell by now, and just look at the rain falling and look at the lightning flash across the sky if I can catch that and hear the thunder roar there is just something about that that even as a a younger person it just intrigued me you know how God just does these things it it really does and um, I, I wanted to share that with all of you and a couple of thoughts as I was outside here um, that the Lord gave me that I want to um, give over to all of you. And I pray that this blesses and encourages your heart. Now, for many of us, when rain comes, especially in this type of storm system where you you can get around and move, of course, but obviously you're not able to be outside like you want to be. Uh, when it's cool and gray and rainy, Uh, This evokes an atmosphere of rest. You want to curl up on the sofa, maybe get some comfort food, 
um, just sort of do things that you normally don't have time to do. Maybe it's time to, you know, clean out a, a drawer or do a crossword puzzle or catch up on your reading, you know, things along those lines. So it slows you down uh, somewhat. And, and for some, it's nap time. And there is nothing like the sound of pounding rain to take you right on to sleep. And that's, that's usually where I like to go. If I'm not outside, I like to get a good nap in. So that's for some of us. Others of us don't really relax during a storm, especially when there is thunder and lightning. And of course, um, with the rain beating down and if the thunder is very loud and you've got the lightning flashing, it can certainly be dangerous. Uh, something that you have to pay attention to. Sometimes with these storm systems, there are, you know, uh, winds that come and tornadoes and things like that. So uh, sometimes it can be anxiety inducing uh, when a storm comes. So it all depends on how you look at it. And God wants us at all times to make sure that we have peace in any storm. Amen. And what came to me was a very familiar passage of scripture found in Mark chapter 4. And I'd like to start at verse number 35 and go down to verse number 41. Now, of course, BCU family, I encourage you to read Mark chapter 4 in its entirety. Where we come in uh, let me just set up the background, is that Jesus had been teaching on the seaside to uh, everyone and had just expounded on a parable with his disciples. So once he had done that, he was ready to pass on over to the other side of the sea. So verse 35 says just that, that same day that he had been teaching, when evening was come, Jesus said unto his disciples, let us pass over to the other side. Now, verse 36 says, and when they had sent the multitude away, they took Jesus with him into the ship. So some of the disciples had Jesus with him in the ship. And then there were other little ships with them sort of following, I would think, in maybe a caravan sort of state. Now, the Bible doesn't say that. That's just what I imagine in my heart that other ships were following because, again, that's what verse number 36 says. Verse 37 says that there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. Now, if you can picture this in your mind, BCU family, the waves of the sea are now coming into this ship. It is becoming waterlogged. Water is everywhere and taking over things. Now, verse number 38, with all of this going on, I love this. And Jesus was in the hinder or the back part of the ship, asleep. He was asleep, BCU family, on a pillow. Okay? Jesus was knocked out during the storm. And we know that he was really sleeping because the same verse 38 said, says, and they, meaning the disciples, woke him up. So they had to rouse him out of his sleep. And they said unto him, Master, 
do you not care that we perish? In other words, we are about to die. All of this water, all of this wind, there is this great storm. You're sleeping and we are going to die. My God. Verse number 39 says, And Jesus arose, and he rebuked the wind, and he said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And Jesus said unto them, Why are you so fearful? And how is it that you have no faith? The final verse, verse number 41 says, And they, meaning the disciples, feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? And that's how Mark chapter 4 ends with that question. Now, this BCU family is one of my favorite passages of scripture. And I have a lot of favorites, as you all probably already know. And this speaks to my spirit, my inner man on so many levels because, you know, when we go back to verse number 35, you know, Jesus said, let us pass over to the other side. And when you think about when Jesus says something, when he says, let's go, we're going to get there. Now, Jesus did not promise that there wasn't going to be a storm, but he said, let us go to the other side. So we can be assured that when God gives us a direction, when God tells us to go someplace or to do something, that we will get there. Now, there might be something going on in the middle of that, but we will get there. So that's verse number 35 that speaks to me. Now, verse number 37 just represents, of course, storms. And uh, I said a little earlier that sometimes with some people, when it's a storm out, it evokes some time of rest and for some, it produces anxiety. And it's important for us to really look at what happens when a storm comes up in our lives. And when I say our, I mean myself included. Do we rest in the storm like Jesus did, knowing that we're going to get through it? And I'm talking about the storms of life. Or do we get anxious? Are we fearful? Are we afraid? Are we nervous? Are we angry? Are we stressed? Are we doubting like the disciples did? And going to Jesus in a panic saying, Lord, don't you see me down here? You know that I need food. You know that the children need clothing. You know that this particular bill is due. You know, don't you care that the bill collector is coming for me? Don't you care that I don't have enough money to make it through the next week? Don't you care that I am still in a state of singleness? Or don't you care, Lord, that my, my marriage is languishing right now? Don't you care that my body is racking with pain? Those kinds of things. And I'm not saying, BCU family, that we don't have those moments. 
Are we entrusting God with the storm? Because he's the one that's in control of the storm, as we see in the following verses. So Jesus is awake. He's not asleep on us. He, when he was ready, <laughs> because he could have prevented the storm from coming in the first place. Well, obviously, when they got onto that ship, there was no storm. And the Bible does not indicate that there was even evidence that a storm was coming. Okay? So, if the Lord wanted to, he could have prevented the storm from coming in the first place. He's the creator of these things. Amen? He knows that they're coming. Even if the enemy comes up against us with something, he has to get permission from God to do it. So God knows all about this. Nothing gets past him. Nothing escapes him. Nothing surprises him. So yes, he knows all about the storm. He knows all about it. And when he is ready, when he is ready, he will rise up, my God in heaven, and tell that wind. He'll rebuke it. And he will say to the sea, peace, be still. He'll do that. Until he does that, and sometimes he allows these storms to go on for quite some time. Until he does that, he will say to your inner storm, okay, to the storm that's going on in your mind, the storm in your spirit, the storm that goes back and forth as you're thinking and worrying and waiting and praying and crying and all that you're doing. He will say to your inner man, peace, be still. Even though the storm is still coming. Even though it's still raining, there's still lightning and there's still thunder. He knows how to give you peace in the midst of the storm so that you can just ride it out until he stops the storm. There are times that we've just got to go through it, BCU family, and I speak and am speaking from a place of experience. You all are listening to someone who is in the midst of probably two or three storms. And I'm, I, I probably lost count even as this is being recorded. But I give God praise for the peace down within because I trust him to take me through the storm. It's not to say that I don't have my moments. It's not to say, BCU family, that I don't cry or or think about what it will be like to see some sunshine and some of the things that I'm waiting for the Lord to do. But until then, I am going to do what I do and what I'm doing when it's storming is to enjoy it and to get what I can out of it. Many times, BCU family, the Lord allows these storms in our lives for us to get the lesson out of it. The processing is necessary. And many times, myself included, we despise the process. We despise the rain. We despise the storms, the storms that come. And they're for a purpose. If not to help us to trust the Lord even the more, maybe it's to help us to be more like him. Uh, sometimes we'll ask the Lord to help us to love people more and he'll bring us a storm of people <laughs> that are very difficult to love to help to cultivate that love. Amen. We ask the Lord for patience and the scriptures remind us that tribulation works patience. So some of the things that God is allowing is it's for a specific reason and it really behooves us to stop. And to ask the Lord, what is it 
that you want me to get out of this and apply to my life? What is it, Lord, that I need to let go of or do differently so that I'm pleasing you? Amen. It's something to think about. It's something to think about. And, and the, the next scripture that comes to mind, BCU family, as far as storms are concerned, I want to take you all to 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse number 10. But the God of all grace, who has called us into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while, after you've gone through some storms, after you've had to endure some things, after you've suffered some loss and some pain, after a while will make you perfect, meaning mature, so that when the storm comes back up again, you're not panicked like you used to be. Will make you perfect, will establish you, will keep you solid in his word and in his trust, will strengthen you so that the next time that something comes up, you know how to go to the Lord for strength. You've got some because you've been through this before and you can go get more if you need to. So it'll strengthen you and it will settle you. So we don't have to be anxious in our hearts, anxious in our thoughts, anxious in our actions, anxious in our speech, full of care. We don't have to be that way because the suffering, again, brings maturity, establishes you, strengthens you, and settles you. That's what these storms are designed to do. So we don't have to panic. We don't have to worry. God has got everything under control. Amen. Amen. BCU family, BCU family, BCU family. Those passages of scripture ministered to my heart okay <laughs> totally did you know it is just awesome to have a God that loves and cares about you through the stormiest parts of your life and let me reiterate to all of you under the sound of my voice I know and realize that there are some storms that come up that are way more intense than others and some of these storms bcu family when it comes to loss uh, when it comes to uh, different things in our families and relationships and jobs and things like that it can be uh, heavy and it can bring you to tears it can drive you to the prayer room sometimes we become frustrated in our hearts and minds and we can lose faith and that happens to uh, all of us myself included from time to time what we have to remember when we come back to ourselves um, is what the Word of God says and that you know he is with us he will never leave us he will never forsake us uh, we do have to go through some things we do have to cry sometimes uh, nonetheless even in all of that God is still our refuge and our strength he is our comfort he's our Savior he's our leader he's our guide he is our peace hallelujah and he can be whatever it is that we need him to be at that time so never fail to reach out to Jesus 
even in the worst of your storms and know that he is right there and will reach back out to you and strengthen and comfort and establish you and give you patience and whatever it is that you need uh, at that time. Amen. He's just that kind of God and he is a needs meter. Yes, he is. I am excited. Okay. I'm excited in my spirit and just feeling encouraged in my heart. And I pray that you all are as well. So listen, BCU family, I have got to wrap this thing up. Once again, thank you all so much for tuning in today. And Lord will, until the next time we are together, may our awesome God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and continue to give you peace throughout every storm as you stay on the wall. <laughs>